Hello and welcome to the Technophobic Podcast. I've finally managed to get it on Spotify and today's guest is Ams, one of my friends and we will be talking about gender and sexuality. Ams identifies as non-binary and queer and you'll hear more in the episode. Hope you enjoy. So, Ams, how are you? I'm good, thanks, lovely. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Um, stressed. Yes, yes. <laughs> stress. The whole world is so stressful right now. About college, yeah. But um, today I just wanted to bring you on. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. I thought today we could talk about gender and sexuality. My specialist subject, <laughs> obviously. And our experiences of oh, it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, go so, on. So, um, to start off, why don't you <laughs> introduce yourself? Okay, so... Even though everyone probably knows you already, because they're <laughs> my friends listening to this. Okay, so I'm Ams, I use they, them pronouns, I'm non-binary, and I'm also very, very, very gay. Um, I like women. You? <laughs> um, I, I'm a girl. You're a girl. Um, um, <laughs> okay, um, girl. Yeah, and I, I, I'm probably bisexual, but I just, I don't know why, I just have an issue saying that that's label okay. you don't have to label it i know but i think that's maybe a whole thing we could get into yeah i think there's like out external to pressure to label it yeah, yeah fully absolutely so um start off how did you how did it all start for you okay your awakenings your realizing that you aren't straight and okay typically yeah of, of course. society i think it started pretty young you know like, when I did ballet, when I was really, really young, everyone's there in their tutus. I went in a Spider-Man costume. And I, <laughs> this is no word of a lie. We have pictures of me in a Spider-Man costume while everyone else is in their tutus. Um, and this one kid in particular got really annoyed. It was, like, the brother of a girl doing ballet because he thought it was his Spider-Man costume when it was mine and it was my favourite outfit. Um, mm. So from the get-go, kind of looking back at that, I can kind of tell that, you know, that doesn't really scream heterosexual, does it? Yeah. Um, and I, I guess kind of in primary school, I never really had, I, I don't know, everyone in primary school, it's not really crushes, but it's, it's like, I'm going to marry this person when I'm older. And interestingly, they were all boys, all the people that I was going to marry. Um, and I think, I wonder if that's just, you know, that's what I knew and that's what society kind of taught me. Well, that's what you have to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's spoken about in, even from real life to Disney films there's always a prince and a princess and like a man and a woman yeah and, and that sort of thing and recently yeah like I watched um the dark knight last night okay um batman the second one the christopher yeah, nolan yeah. one and batman saves rachel like his love interest yeah and my mum was there with me and she was like this wouldn't happen like no, now it wouldn't and also it the is girl would probably so run typical. away screaming get your hands off me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And um, also, I just wanted to go back to the bit about ballet. Yeah. Is it that you didn't want to wear the tutu? Were you just like, that's not for me? I or think... Or what kind of... What was your thought process? Honestly, that? I think I just thought Spider-Man was so much cooler. And, yeah, possibly that I didn't like being in a tutu. Um, I think more likely it stemmed more from body issues than sexuality, interestingly. Mm. Even... How old were you? Oh, little, little, wow. little. Yeah. But I think it was just kind of, I don't know, just like ingrained, and it wasn't anything like ridiculously serious. Like it was just a, like I was a bit insecure, and 
Um, and when you're in a tutu and everyone can see everything. Not tutu, like a leotard, do you know what I mean? Yes. It's very tight-fitting. Yeah, ballet is a whole thing in itself. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and I got out of it pretty well. So, tell me about secondary school. Okay, so secondary school, I think, is when I like really started to, you know, like girls and realised that I wasn't so much into boys as everybody else was. Mm. And I kind of, I confided in a friend who has lesbian parents or you know her mum is lesbian and um she also identified as bisexual at the time and she kind of encouraged me to talk to my mum about it and my mum was very you know like open about it looking back I don't think I really um I think I really kind of just jumped on the idea that I was bisexual I don't think I Mm. really gave it thought it just seemed very natural to me like I like girls I don't know if I like boys but I like girls and I don't know um and then it kind of it fluctuated I think that's the thing with sexuality it's really fluid like I use Mm. the term gay because it's I view it as an umbrella term and the majority of the time I would take a woman over a man do you know what I mean (laughs) beautiful and not that men aren't beautiful I have you know lots of male friends and absolutely adore them all but um yeah I think it's a very fluid thing and that whole period of growing up and I'm still doing it now is always fluctuating and it's very but I'm at peace with that do you know what I mean I think it's yeah. important to be at peace with that and not restrict it because when you suppress it that's when it can become like a real a issue. problem yeah. yeah what about you um <clears throat> also with that as well mm. would you use the term queer or do you prefer gay? Yeah. No, I, I, I totally... Yeah, I totally resonate with the term queer. I think it's a lovely word. And I think it's absolutely brilliant that, like, the, um, that the diverse communities kind of brought it back because, you know, it was used as a slur for such a long time and we've kind of reclaimed it. And I think it's, yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, but I, I don't know. I just like the word gay. It makes me... I, you know, that song, like, The Mockingbird or whatever it is, and he's like gay as life can be and the gay means happy and we sung it in primary school and I just always associated the word gay with happy because that's what it used to mean in that yeah. rhyme so I've always I don't think I think it was a cuckoo actually I don't think it was a I, bird. I, I don't actually know that song Shall that you're I, referring to hang on <laughs> let me let me get this up and then um we can be sure I don't oh it doesn't matter just just play it to me after okay <laughs> yeah I'll play it to you after um, um yeah, so how does it kind of stand with you now? Um, you know, sexuality and gender. Okay, so the way I view it... Um, so I'm non-binary, and the reason... Well, not the yeah, reason, Yeah, how did that kind of come about? Because yeah. everyone knows... Everyone knows about the gays. Everyone knows, yeah, about, everyone the, knows about the gays. Everyone knows about the quiz. <laughs> yeah. like, how did you realise, wait, I don't really feel like I'm... A woman. Yeah. So, yeah. It kind of. Um, I mean, more people were coming out and like identifying with this new term, non-binary and gender fluid and gender neutral and all of this. Um, and I've always kind of stood by the fact that I'm not this. I'm not that. I am human, um, and that's mm. what should come first. And I've always kind of. It was always my hope that like everyone would view everyone as human first. You know, not not their race, not their sexuality, not their gender, do you know what I mean? And then I really started thinking about how it resonated with me because that was just on a general thing. I thought everyone should just be, you know, human and human first. Um, yeah. And then I kind of made it personal and I was thinking, really, 
regardless of what I had between my legs, I would wear the same stuff, I would say the same thing, I would, do you know what I mean? I would mm. still be who I am, and it doesn't really make any difference of what my sex is. Um, and I just, I don't, I, I don't really resonate with, like, um, society's traditional view of femininity, and obviously that is a whole issue and like it's a whole nother thing in itself because what actually is femininity because it's just something that we've attributed all of these you know aspects to this word um, mm. through societal development and actually is there such thing i don't know but personally i just like to be human and yeah gradually i've become more comfortable with the pronouns they them and weirdly more uncomfortable with the terms she her used on myself um and i didn't think that would happen i thought i would still be you know okay with it but yeah right in this moment i think they them is the thing that makes me most comfortable in myself really what about he him actually do you know what actually my mum multiple times has mistaken me for my brother and <laughs> how, like, yeah how does that make you feel it actually gives me it makes me really happy weirdly 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 mm. and it's like if someone I mean, it's not completely... It's not that I identify as um, a boy or that I'd like to be identified as a boy. It just kind of... I like the fact that it show it's It, like, differs from being identified as a girl. It's, like, showing that my mm. gender is fluid and not just... And it's, like, taking it to the other end simply to show that I'm 100% not a girl by calling me he, him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I've always really liked the idea of having a relationship with someone and then being like, this is my boyfriend. That, that would make me fall in love instantly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just, honestly, no clue. But it's, it's nice. I think whether it's a joke or whether it's a mistake or whether it's, like, genuine, um, it does make me smile. Yeah, if someone's joking, like, oh, you're a guy, he, him, <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, you know you're what? secretly like, small. you didn't win. Like, that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, secretly, that's <laughs> a massive that. compliment. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I always, I've, I'd probably say I am cis, like, I, I think I'm a girl. Yeah. But I've always, I remember once I searched up, like, how to tell if you're non-binary. Oh, everyone's done the, how am I gay quiz as well. That's very common. And um, with... I always I always struggle with kind of gender and non-binary and stuff like that because I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like no, I, I support it. I'm not yeah, like... <laughs> no, that. Don't even worry, love But me. I just struggle with it and I think that says to me that I'm clearly not... Okay, interesting. Non-binary, non-binary. If, yeah, I, yeah. if I struggle to understand it. Yeah, which... If that makes I, sense. May I ask, like, yeah. which part of the concept is it that you don't understand? Because earlier you were saying to me about femininity. Yeah. And to me, I think it's just that... It's like... I don't quite know how to word it, That's but... That's okay. You chuck the words out, I'll string them together in a sentence. <laughs> it's fine. I'd say... Um, not, like, femininity... Mm. Is... Tradition, like, traditional social norms that were put on women yes and masculinity is obviously traditional norms that were put on men yes and i think obviously you're a non-binary person so please tell me yeah, what yeah, your thoughts and opinions are but it's just that you don't associate with traditional femininity yeah however are we say, are we now saying that 
gender is defined the feminine, by... femininity or masculinity. Yeah. It's because really... if we're doing that, then I, I am probably non-binary. Yeah. Because I, I've always associated a lot with masculinity yeah. and a lot of masculine stuff. However, I don't know if that is just internalised misogyny. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because I also think how like I have autism and I might have ADHD as well. Mm. There are a whole melting pot of just yeah, like lots of issues. Lots of um, there's one theory with autism. Obviously you've spoken to me a bit yeah, before yeah. about autism. Obviously on this podcast we aren't talking about autism, but we can talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's of course we can. it's it's some like it's 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 part of life, it needs to be discussed. There are so many people who live with autism and um my brother is one of them and I've worked with lots of people who are on the autistic spectrum and a lot of our friends are often on the autistic spectrum and sometimes we know that and sometimes we don't, so it's important to know as much about it anyway. Mm. Because there's this one theory that autism is like the masculine mind, especially Mm. in girls that have autism, Mm. that it's very much their mind thinks. You know the black and white thinking that is traditionally associated with masculinity and grey area kind of nuances associated with with femininity. Mm. Um, And I've... Sometimes I can be quite black and white thinking. Yeah. And that's just autism. And also my mind's always been quite masculine. Okay. And as a kid, I'd always be friends with boys more than girls. Yeah. And I'll be honest, until I was about 14, 15, I was really misogynistic in my mind. Because I was like, ugh, femininity. Ugh, girls. Yeah, And I'm like, oh, wait, look in the mirror. You are a girl. Like, that's actually embarrassing. (laughs) Like, looking back on it. You You were young. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, but I mean, at that time as well, I was completely different to who I am today. Oh, aren't we all? Yeah, it's crazy. No, we're not getting into this today. No, we won't do that. (laughs) Another time. For another time. But I think it's interesting, yeah, because we're talking about all of these societal constructs that completely clash with each other. Because Mm. um, because by saying that you don't identify with either of these terms, femininity and masculinity, we're kind of enforcing the fact that that women must behave one way and men must behave another way. And it's all of these like societal constructs just don't make any sense. And I think at the end of the day, to avoid all of the confusion around that, it's genuinely about how you feel in yourself. And if you would rather just sit out and be like, I, you know, because femininity and masculinity is also very fluid. And, you know, we're mm. seeing new like forms of masculinity and new forms of it. And it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. Um, and I just I associate with both, and I think it's all on a, on a I, like I say, human first. I don't think I, yeah. it doesn't matter to me whether I'm feminine or masculine, um, because it changes on the daily. And um, yeah, so I th- I think it is just a personal choice, and I think, um, but it's really interesting that theory about autism and you know black and thinking and masculinity. Yeah, really interesting. It's actually considered kind of like a dated term, mm-hmm. because it's quite misogynistic because traditionally 
boys that have autism are diagnosed young when you think yeah. of autism it's the same with typically ADHD. yeah it's it's all over and that in itself little boys yeah do you think that's ingrained sexism through the system we've Death. kind of died oh, gotcha. exactly it's like we it's um yeah there's a massive difference in diagnosis between men and women and males and females in autism and uh, ADHD and it's it's crazy it's really crazy and also because the symptoms differ or they present differently do you know what I mean yeah um but I think maybe they present differently because of how the pressures we're socialized differently the pressures are different for each one women are supposed to be more communicative yeah kind of malleable to people's emotions and feelings especially men's and we're supposed to be more caring and emotionally intelligent yeah absolutely and because of that I think autism, women with autism mask or or are better at masking typically. Yeah, supposedly. And I find that quite funny. Obviously, everything I talk about always just goes off on a feminist tangent anyway. I hope you enjoyed listening to part one of the Technophobic podcast with AMS. Stay tuned for next week where I will be showing part two.